Welcome to Lap Time. It's me, Lauren Lapkus. I'm very excited about my guest today. Um, I'll just jump right into it. This is Jackie Sneal, the host of Culture Kings on Earwolf. Oh, oh, oh. Hi, Jackie's. How What's are you? Up? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm okay. I'm I'm getting um sick of my my home. <laughs> I you know, I get it. I I get it. I'm also I've I've been alone for three weeks because my fiance is back in Chicago. Oh wow. Uh and the first week was dope because I was just like, we've been around each other for 24 7 for too long That's uh, crazy. so it was great but now i'm like uh i'm just looking at these four walls with nobody to look at <laughs> that must get a little it. lonely wait were you gonna get um, married during the quarantine was that supposed to happen no no we haven't we still haven't set our date okay we were planning <laughs> it's so weird how this shit goes we were planning to plan during like what became quarantine and then once this happened we were like uh fuck it (laughs) (laughs) i know i know so many people who had to cancel their wedding or just like put it off indefinitely and it's so weird i had some friends who were planning to get married in the fall and they're still thinking about doing it and i just don't know how it can work it's just i mean real talk now listen i've never been accused of being cheap you know I've bought in three pair of Jordans during quarantine when I shouldn't have. <laughs> but uh, but a Zoom wedding ain't looking too bad right now. Just like. <laughs> no, that's so like, true. It's like, yeah. it's, not, it's really just about the love between two people and, yeah. and everyone. And then even more people can be there. And there's exactly. no one has to pay for the travel and come out and do the whole thing. I mean, yeah. I don't know. It's like, I think that would have been really depressing, like in March. But now that we've been doing Zoom for like many months now, that feels yeah. almost normal. It does. I, I it would be so much cheaper. And then <laughs> when when, you know, stuff opens back up in a half a decade or whatever, then, you know, we can have a big ass party to celebrate if we're not divorced by then. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then we could just have a good old time and like save five figures now I'm assuming. see what i'm wondering is you just said in half a decade when everything's back <laughs> that was I, I know that was a little depressing for me <laughs> i'm so sorry i'm so sorry is that I your true faith. belief nah i think we'll be back by 2021 okay that's uh, what i'm hoping but i do think that it's gonna be a, a completely different like life i yeah. think yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I think so, too. How long have you been engaged? Uh, this has been a long engagement. We've been engaged since November 2018. Okay. Um, and our original plan was to not worry about planning for the first year. That's nice. Like, just enjoy being engaged um, and, and not dive deep into, you know, going crazy over planning. Yeah. Um, and it actually worked out because we likely would have been getting married during this time. Right. Um, that would have sucked. And it would have sucked. Yeah. But it you're from sucked. Chicago and she's from Chicago too. Yeah. Both shy town babies. Did you know each other there? We went to college together. Oh, that's so nice. You went to DePaul, right? Yeah. Okay. Wait, so we went to Columbia. Oh, wow. Okay. Wait, that's so sweet that you, that's your college sweetheart. That's like, it is. That's nice. I know. We've been together for a very long time. I've gotten many, 
looks like, man, why y'all ain't married yet? And I'm just like, we just not. We, but we see, good. that kind of works for me. Like that's like that's less pressure to get married because you've already been together so long. You're like, we're basically married. Uh, essentially, yeah, yeah. We listen. Our our ba- our bank accounts are going down at the same time. <laughs> Uh, you know, we, <laughs> we share everything. Yeah. Uh, we've been paying bills and rent together for seven, eight years now. We, we good. We're married. Yeah. Yeah. I think <laughs> saying they're going down at the same time is exactly how I've been feeling during this time. I'm like, there, this is so crazy just to be like, we don't have jobs. It's just, mm-hmm. it's just very weird just to be like, Oh, savings does eventually start to go away yeah it do it i'm i'm getting salty i'm still spending money on things i shouldn't be but i kind of like that about you though i feel like i have not bought anything fun during this whole time it's like fun to buy some shoes oh you got you got to i've bought and and i've I've even i've been worse than what i said i said i bought three jordans but that that was (laughs) the the nice version (laughs) that was the nice version i've bought three jordans and four other pair of shoes on top of that i have Okay, you so you have a huge shoe collection is what I'm I, I'm building it. I'm building <laughs> it. I, I you know, listen, I've been inspired. How many do you have right now? What do you <laughs> I have probably 17 pair of shoes. Okay, 17's not crazy. I never say 70. I was like 17 no. 17's manageable. I feel like I have 17 but like some of them are like dress shoes. I don't have like 17 cool pairs of shoes that I could wear on any given day. I have like 3. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I have like, oh, oh. So if we're talking about just shoes. Uh, okay, okay. So 17 is like sneakers. Like, yeah, I have like 17 like sneakers that I'm like, ooh, I'm about to go out and look great today. <laughs> uh, I probably have like close to 30 pair of shoes. Okay. And a few of them are just like running shoes or just, I don't care if these get dirty shoes or, yeah. you know, we're actors. So I got some prop shoes. <laughs> <laughs> And some like some real dress up shoes, like if you know it's not like a casual affair. So yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So seventeen is like your collection, collection right now. Yeah, yeah. I've been inspired have, by the Carl Tarts of the world. I was gonna say Carl has an amazing collection. From what I just from seeing him, he like has a different pair every time I see him. I know. It's I know. Insane. He's become my guru. Sometimes I'll text him and like, "What you think about these?" He was like, "Grab them joints." And he's a bad <laughs> influence. But, uh, I feel like during the quarantine, um, I've like gotten to know people more through social media than I even did before. And Zig, he posts like pictures of shoes all the time. And I saw he posted like there. I didn't know who posted it, but there was just this picture of shoes. And I was like, Zig just posted this. Like, I like know his taste now. I'm like, I'm like so invested in everyone's Twitter lives. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. He's got some crazy shoes, too. I don't know. I don't know about that type of uh, sneaker on myself. I feel like I look I have really skinny legs and really big feet. So. Mm-hmm. It's like I have to do like really subtle shoes. I you got to do you got to do like the Adidas, the Adidas shoes. But like you got you are you got more low rises? Yeah. 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 OK. I have one. See, I'm a high, high rise baby. Okay. <laughs> I'm a high top baby. Yeah. I, I got a lot of low. I got a lot of high tops, although I'm getting into the low tops. Yeah. I am getting into them. So well, you're going to have to if you're going to want to expand this collection. It's like it's gonna be open minded. I, I know. <laughs> I know. And I have nowhere to go either. Well, that's the part that kills me because (laughs) there's nowhere to wear them. Like, I mean, I I have found myself just wearing the same four shirts and the same shorts every day. I just like don't care. Me too. And I mean, that's I think it's fine. I think it's fine. When was the last time? When was the last time you wore jeans? 
I wore jeans the other day, but it was like the first time in months. Okay. I have okay. this one pair of pants that I keep wearing every single day, basically, that are like really loose, like wide leg pants. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, these are the pants. Like this is yeah. the quarantine pant. I'm not going to have a tight waistband. Yeah. For what? I just wore shorts yesterday that buttoned up that I had to like <laughs> button and zip up. And I didn't like it. I haven't worn jeans. I haven't worn jeans since the day the NBA closed down. Wow. That was a big day. Okay. In my house, I feel like that was the day where we were like, oh, this is really happening. Like we were kind of like starting to get nervous, but then that happened and it was like, if they're going to shut this down, then that means like the country's about to shut down and this is real. So you'll appreciate this. Uh, So my mom lives here in LA. Oh, that's great. That's nice. Yeah. yeah, It's it's dope. It's been really great that she's been here during this. and you know so you're from chicago we're from chicago yeah uh we were out we hadn't seen each other in probably a couple weeks or so so it was like oh let's go and have food and i suggested we go to harold's that's here in la uh harold's chicken which is a chicago joint and we went there and we got our chicken and we're sitting down and that's when the ticker came up and that was the same day tom hanks had announced he got oh, COVID yeah, too. And that was so crazy too people were already like oh shit it's getting real and then the ticker came up the nba is shutting down and it just <laughs> felt like i was back in chicago because it was nothing but black people in there and did everyone and just go was, nuts on that <laughs> it was like it was like we had just found out obama won the election <laughs> uh it was insane and i loved it I, i'm it sure was, that was crazy it was great People lost their minds yeah. when that shit came across yeah. the ticker. Well, because it's yeah. the most insane thing to happen. I mean, like, th- this is so, it's so hard to wrap your head around, like, what this even is. Like, when we were first talking about it, I feel like I was just kind of not believing it or, like, thinking, like, we'll be fine. And then that was like, oh, this is, like, one of, like, our country's, like, most valued institutions. And, like, yeah. they're just going to go oh, we're not going to do this anymore. And like, I just yeah. thought there's no way. Like, it just seems like, well, e- even if we shut everything down, they'll take away the audience or like something like that. But they didn't. I mean, it was, it was so it huge. Was, it was it was like, yo, Rudy Gobert tested positive and the NBA is done. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, God damn. Like, all right. <laughs> Shit. Like, now all right, those, like, real. What do you think about them starting up again with those rings that can like tell you that you have it or something? I don't oh, know what the that COVID is. Rings? Yeah. I want one. I want one oh, of them things. Everyone should have one. That's like, yeah. I think it's dumb. I think it's so dumb. We just had, um, we on culture Kings, we just had, um, uh, Kenny the Jet Smith on, which, you know, he does inside the NBA. And so, you know, we got to talk to him cause he's in it, you know, he's like in it and we got to talk to him about it. And he was just like, Oh, it's starting up, but don't be surprised if it don't finish. Yeah, (laughs) that is Cause it's like, they're like play, aren't they playing like a, like it's like a sequestered store sort of, place like it's just them playing against each other and like and they're staying in like houses nearby or something it seems really yeah and then i saw something i don't know who posted it but someone posted like the food they were getting and there was trash (laughs) (laughs) why why did they get a bag of stacy's pita chips like it was (laughs) the weirdest random shit like they need real food. I don't understand how you think they're going to play with like eating this junk food that's being delivered to them. And then I saw some it, update like they also were delivered spaghetti and chicken. I was like, OK, this is ridiculous. This is, Air- this is Burbank Airport food. They're being served. <laughs> it was the worst. wild. That's the best airport to travel from, but the worst airport to have a meal. It's like impossible. I, I bought a water there. This was like, I mean, you know, now seven months ago or something. And it was 
like I went through like the coffee store and the water was $6 and I bought it before I understood what was happening. And I was so mad. Like I just like couldn't calm down. I was like, I would not have bought this. This is crazy. If you knew how much it yeah, was. Yeah, I don't uh, need water. I'll just drink for free on the plane. Like I'm so, I'm that person 100% where I'm too, I'm like too much of a, I, I feel like I'm too nice to be like, nah, put that back. I'm good. Same. Well, it was like uh, happening. Well, while it was happening, I felt like the guy was like used to this type of thing because he was like talking to me really nicely during it. And he's like, how are you? What's going on? Like, you know, like distracting me while my card was going in. And then I saw mm-hmm. the receipt and I was like, why was that to okay i'm not gonna return it like i just have to leave like, this is like- <laughs> honestly though lauren i would I, like i would you, you would get it like a hundred respect points he was like nah man return that <laughs> Take, keep my done. card this keep is my crazy card. no one wants to spend this much money on a <laughs> bottle of water it's just stupid yes can i ask you can i ask you just to go back i, I want to hear your opinion on this yeah um about the nba bubble yeah now, me and you know, we know a bunch of thousandaires, you know yeah. what I'm saying, <laughs> who would not stay in this bubble. No. Can you, uh, how, like, what's the percentage of these like, millionaires that you think are going to be like, man, fuck this bubble and like, leave it? Yes. I mean, this is the thing. I feel like I am, I've turned down jobs that are a few thousand dollars or something during this time where it would be safe or something, but it feels like it's not safe. Like, it feels it's too risky. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not enough money for me to, to be life-changing in any way. And it's not worth my risk for them. They must be getting millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. So there's this millions of dollars is of course appealing, but the risk factor is so high. And the way it spreads is specifically what they're doing, which is like touching yeah. each other, sweating, coughing, spitting. Like, it's just like, <laughs> I don't know that I could ever say yes to this. I feel like they need, I feel like they need to take a stand and say no, because, but the problem is that we're in this area with this whole conversation where it's like, it's a political decision to protect yourself. That's Mm -hmm. how our stupid country is seeing it when that's so not what what it is. But like, if they, if people were to say, I'm not going to play, then people will be like, against the NBA. It's like, there's so much that we're protecting within the NBA. I feel like by making them continue to play, I just have questions about that. I just feel like it seems, it seems questionable. Oh, it is super questionable. Like why are we forcing this? Why is it? It's not necessary. People don't need to see a basketball game right now. Like it's okay. Like it sucks, but like they all have enough money to live. So they're fine. It's not like they need the money to like keep their lives going. So they're getting paid. Well, not all of them, but most of them are getting paid anyway. See, wait, well, I guess like unemployment or something or like, like no, they're guaranteed they're getting paid their salary. Yeah, there's a lot of them are still a lot of the players are still getting paid their salaries. Well, then they really shouldn't do it. <laughs> you know what I thought was cute? Like uh, my husband, Mike, was uh, playing this. He plays a game. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it's called, but it's like an NBA game where it looks really real and it like looks like. 2K? It, yeah, 2K? Probably, yeah. Okay. It looks like practically a game. Like, and the and the yeah. voiceover is so real that when I have my back to the TV, I'm like, this sounds like you're just watching a game. Like they're they're making the same kind of commentary that they make. It's really yeah. interesting. I and I I saw that some NBA players were playing as themselves and like doing that like live stream sort of thing. And I was like, this is cool. Like this is a great way to handle this weird time. And like also it's an interesting way to get to know the players because you usually don't get to see them talk and stuff. So like getting to like sit there and watch someone play as themselves and like interact with their friend or not even friend maybe someone they barely know who they played against or whatever like i just thought that was interesting yeah 
Yeah, I, don't know. I, I liked would, it. I would watch. I would watch. I mean, they tried to do something like that, but I would watch <laughs> the NBA season if it's just all the players playing as themselves. <laughs> would that be amazing? <laughs> it would be pretty like, dope. They're all like in their own house, like playing a video game. And it looks like a real game. And then there's like real yeah. commentators. Like, yeah, I think that'd be awesome. I will watch it. All I, right, I mean, let's... I would watch that. I'm watching fucking Zoom everything now at this point. Like I'm watching I, I all my shows. I, I like watch what happens live on Bravo and like they're doing it all from Zoom. And it's it's like I'm just used to it now. I don't know. Yeah. It sucks. Uh, somebody, some uh, uh, a couple people I know are like shows like 90 Day Fiance and all that shit still doing Zoom stuff too. Thank you for bringing up my favorite show. Um, okay. <laughs> Yes, they did. Okay, so they had a bunch of like, I think they had enough like backlogged episodes that they're able to like roll out things that were happening seven months ago. But Mm -hmm. they also have quarantine episodes, which are really weird because you see (laughs) these people. I mean, it's just it's bizarre. Like they are filming themselves at home and it's more depressing, of course, because like some of them are getting news like they lost their job. And they like film it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's terrible. I know. It's horrible. No, it's really bad. And like, it, they're kind of almost too depressing to watch, but I still do. But they kind of are. <laughs> it's, it you, is like, I can't stop. Like they have so many spinoffs and I just like them. I like the people. I like the material. What? Yeah. There's so many spinoffs. I don't watch the show, but I edit a podcast that recaps it. <laughs> and uh and and they're high when they do it. So it's oh really God, funny. Oh my god, what is that? I should be listening to that. Uh, 420 Day Fiance. Um, That's amazing. Yeah, okay, I, I engineer and edit that show. And I'm just listening. So I feel like even though I don't watch it, I know everything oh. about uh, about the, sh- the different iterations. I'm just like, wait a minute. Last week, weren't y'all talking about different people? And it's like, man, it's like five iterations At of this, this show. At this point, it's honestly hard to keep up and I don't even know who's on what season. Like, I just have my DVR record them all and I just see what's new. But they also do the thing of like, they have pillow talk where people from the show watch <laughs> the show and comment on the show, which... <laughs> It's so meta. I love it. And you get to, okay, so I got to, I've talked about this on my podcast before. So sorry to everyone, but I just have to tell you, I got to go to this like TLC, like meet and greet with the 90 day fiance people. Nice. <laughs> it was the a highlight of my life Nice. <laughs> because I got I to it. meet all these people who I watch. And that was, it was very fascinating because when you are watching the show, like there's such an impulse to mock them because it is ridiculous. And you're watching people make really bad love decisions and Mm -hmm. that's really hard to watch. But then seeing them in person, it just like, I mean, it humanized them so much. I, I valued the experience. (laughs) (laughs) Look, honestly, honestly, like we, we were talking about, we, we've talked about our love for game shows before. And I recently posted because you posted something yeah. and I posted my clip from The Price is Right. And people get so surprised when I tell them, like, honestly, it was a dream come true to meet Bob Barker's old ass. Dude, <laughs> I get that so clearly. Okay, first of all, we were talking about Supermarket Sweep, which is now on what is on Hulu or Netflix? Netflix? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Okay. It's amazing. They're playing like old 90s episodes. Have you seen any yes. of them yet? I, Me and my mom watched one two days ago and <laughs> it was just a joy. <laughs> yeah, I, I just it. watched one too. And it was so good. And I and Mike had never seen it. So I was like really introducing him to like the concept. Yeah. Um, but it's so fun. But then you were saying on Twitter that, yeah, you got to be on The prices Right. And I watched most of your episode. I was like just scrubbing through to all the parts that you were in. Uh-huh. It looked so fun. It was. Uh, so you said I, you were 19? I was 19, so I was a young cat. Um, How did you get to go? So this was, all right. 
So I've been watching The Price is Right since I was a shorty with my grandma. So since I was a baby, basically. And I don't know if you are familiar with how it used to be done. But remember, you used to have to call in and they would mail you tickets. Oh, wow. No, I'm sure I saw so, that at the end or something, but I don't yeah. know that I registered. So like it. now you can just go on like any other talk show or whatever show you can just go online and get tickets right so you i had to call in and you had to be like this is what i'm going to be in la and these are the dates i would love to go to the show and they give you a couple of and they mail you tickets right wow so because of that and they still kind of do this now but they film two episodes uh a day but it's still first come first serve so the tickets aren't like guaranteed uh-huh so and and the doors or the waiting area opens at 6 a.m. Right. So I, I this is my first time ever. Is it my first time in L.A.? Um, maybe. Yeah. I can just remember. on a trip. I was on a trip. I was with my mom. My, me and my mom came down here in 2006. Uh, I think it was my first time in L.A. It was. And I went by myself. I was like, all right, doors open at six. I'll be there at 545 because I'm not I don't know shit. Sure. And the line is long. Now, 300 people can get into each taping. I was the last three to get into the second taping. Oh, my God. And I got there 15 minutes before six o'clock. So how long were you waiting? My taping didn't happen until three. Oh, God. The first taping. And and it's so dope how they used to do it because Bob Barker is such a professional. He taped it like it was a live show. So the taping was 60 minutes on the dot. The commercials were the exact amount of time the commercials were. Even though it wasn't live, he taped it like it was live. So the first episode was at one o'clock. I got in. First episode was at one o'clock. Second episode was at three. While you're in the waiting area, there are playing dressed producers like in the area Uh and they're just scoping people. So it's not random. It's random wow. to you, but See, it's not that's random. The thing. Like I've always wondered about that kind of thing. Yeah. Like how do they pick these people? So they're scoping people. You, they're kind of making sure you're not going to be, or like they might be a fun contestant or they're not going to be like crazy right. or something. So they're seeing like, they're seeing like, Oh, who's interacting with people who's talking and blah, blah, blah. And so I think they get the list from there. And then as you're going into the show in groups of five, they just do many interviews uh, to kind of make sure you're not insane. Yeah. And they use that to dictate the order that you're going to come down in. Wow. Like the so people did you who they know like the most. when you were sitting that you were going to be called or no? No. Oh, you, okay. you don't know. I found this, I found a lot of this out after the fact because I talked to the producer. And it was like, yeah, this is how we do it. You don't know. But they the people who are the first four to come on down, those are the people who they want to make sure have the best chance to actually get on stage. Wow. Because they think they'll make good TV. Uh-huh. Uh, and so, yeah, I was part of the last three to get in first four to come on down and it was just based off of that oh my god and you got to go to the showcase showdown <clears throat> which uh, is like the ultimate the ultimate I mean, and i lost yeah but that's so salty. amazing did you get to win I anything was, <laughs> i won the lawn equipment to get on stage <laughs> got that and i won the food scale in my actual pricing game <laughs> that's so dumb so, so do, they, do they give yeah. you that actually like literally or is it just yeah. like a oh that's no, funny they give it to you i got i got they mailed both of them to me within like two or three months uh, I sold the lawn equipment to my boss at the time. <laughs> <laughs> and then the food scale, I just, I didn't, I didn't need a fucking food yeah. scale. I was 20. So <laughs> I just kept it until I threw it away eventually. That's so funny. Yeah. But I had a chance to win. So I had a yeah. chance to win the 2007 Dodge Ram. Yeah. 
uh, like seven and I'm a cruise guy. Well, at least I was before COVID, uh-huh. but I had a chance to win a 2000, uh, uh, a seven night cruise to the Mediterranean, oh, two wow. motorcycles <laughs> and a California king size bed. And I lost all that. That sucks. <laughs> but you were really close. I was close. I was yeah. close in all of them. But yeah, no cigar. That is crazy. Yeah. I mean, my I've gotten to be on a couple game shows and it's really, really exciting. And I was supposed to go be on $100,000 Pyramid during this time. And then mm. it obviously got pushed. But I was really excited about going to do that because I, I just love games so much. I love I get very competitive. But doing Who Wants to Be a Millionaire was like insane. Like the, the <laughs> nerves were so high. And yeah. I, I talked to one of the um, guys who writes the questions afterwards and he was like talking about how just how random it is what you get like as the contestant because we you know we got rescheduled a couple times like there were so many different factors that went into it that like it was just so random that we were able to do as well as we did that like it's crazy like I watched ep- the people going before me I didn't know the answers to any of the questions and then just happened to get questions that Mike and I both knew together and like mm-hmm. it was just so lucky but thinking about the people writing these questions he was like <clears throat> There even what like there's uh, an issue with how like I had a couple questions about the presidents. There were two questions about the presidents, and he was like, "That wasn't even really supposed to happen. Like one of those shouldn't have been in there because like there shouldn't be multiples about uh, about one topic." And mm-hmm. so like it was just like pure luck and craziness. It's so exciting. And you got like <clears throat> five hundred uh, yeah. thousand. You got half a mil. I mean the charity, but dope. yes. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, real talk. <laughs> Listen, charity is great. Charity is great. I'm I, so happy that you won a charity. Listen, so let's just get that out of the way before people come for me and be like, Jackie's is for charity. <laughs> but also, was there a little salt in the wounds? Like, I mean, I just it's won it, there's that, just that moment of going like, <laughs> oh, if only like a little. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what I waste all this damn, all this trivia knowledge for? Oh, no, this, well, this is a good thing. It's a good thing, thing you okay, did. So my, my charity was the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation, and I'm, I was yeah. really, really happy to give them the money. But the uh, Anderson Cooper was, at, was right after me, and he mm-hmm. was playing. This like drove me kind of crazy because he he was playing for uh, a charity or a foundation that makes, um, what's it called? Bulletproof vests for dog, like police dogs. And then he oh. won 500000 and I was like, they don't need that. They don't like, need that. They don't even need before that. I understood how much money the police have, I was like, dogs don't need bulletproof vests more. Like, think of any charity that like a person might benefit from. But <laughs> then the fact that he won so much, I was like, this is crazy that these dogs are getting $500,000. Like, this like, doesn't make any sense. I can honestly say in 33 years of life, I've never heard of anybody shooting at a police dog. Exactly. I mean, like, how often does it even come into play that they like die from gunfire? I don't even know. Like, it seems really unlikely. Likely. And also, I care about dogs, but not the most. That's not the most important thing I've ever heard. Yeah, so. come on. <laughs> that's that's you should you should your five hundred mil your half a mil should go to charity and his should go to you. That would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just because it makes more sense. Like let's it just makes like, more sense. Circulate this a little better. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right. Well, do you, you want to do, do a better. little? You want to do a little improv? I say let's do it. I okay. haven't done improv in a minute, so okay. I'm, I'm ready. I know. We're all a little rusty in this uh, quarantine. What up? What up? What up? It's the Todd Pod um, coming live from my crate. So uh, quarantine day four, I think it is or something. I don't know. I've kind of lost mm. track because I can't really see outside. 
lately yeah. and it's been really dark, but I have with me someone very, very, very deeply important to me. This is the man who has kept me going um, during quarantine in so many ways. And he is um, he is the dentist um, to me and my uncle Scott. And his name is Dr. Rick. Hi, Dr. Rick. How you doing? How you doing? Listen, first, I just want to say we're at least on day 90 of the quarantine. Really? Um, and I know it's been hard. I know, you know, it's been hard for you to keep track, but uh, you're you're about 85 days off. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And that's what? OK. OK, wait, I think I've been doing like I've been doing my tally marks wrong. Because okay. like I do it every time I see the sun go down uh, 50 times, I do a tally mark. Is okay. One day. <laughs> so let me let me understand this. Every time you see the sun go down 50 times, you make one tally mark. Yeah. Okay. And how many tally marks do you have? I have four. All right. Now, listen, I'm just a dentist. Uh, and you know me. I've known you for a very long time. And, and I went to school for teeth. I didn't go to school for math. But, uh, Todd, we've talked before. You You know... You know numbers. You know that four times fifty is at least a hundred. Oh, that's and that's not even right. Four times fifty is at least two hundred. <laughs> it's at least two hundred. Whatever you say. So wait, All right. this actually brings me to an important question. So mm. this whole time in quarantine, I've been trying to count my teeth, and it's really really hard to do because every time I do it with my tongue, I eventually lose track at the middle when they start getting small, and I have to go mm -hmm. back and start over. Mm -hmm. How many teeth? literally does the human head have the, the human head the human head as an adult um has uh, you know uh 20 28 to 32 teeth <laughs> so there's 20, a, there's a range there's a range because you know some some people have their wisdom teeth uh todd i you ask me this question every time you come in uh and well, i just want to know yeah, I, I I get that. I get you want to know. You have it. You don't have more than thirty two teeth in your mouth. Okay, this is. And I also tell you that you can count your teeth with your finger. And you know you can do that. You can just individually use a mirror and count your teeth if you like. Well, when I do it in the mirror, I count backwards. I do not understand that logic uh at all but all right well that's you well anyways okay. so you've been my dentist for my entire life since my i since life. before i had teeth yeah. now well, how many years have you been a dentist <laughs> for real though besides me yeah yeah i've been a dentist for uh for 36 years uh wow. i love it i love it i've been i was your i was your uncle's dentist i was his <laughs> uncle's dentist uh what yeah, my I was uncle's his uncle's uncle? first dentist. Your uncle's uncle's. I was your uncle's uncle's first dentist. My uh, uncle's uncle. Mm -hmm. That makes him what? What does he was that make old him? Guy. He was he was eighty when he came in to me. And that was his first uh, dentist. That was his first dentist. It was. My family uh, has very poor dental hygiene. You guys do. You guys do. I I I would love for you to floss and brush regularly. No. Uh, I. You have obsessed to. Obsessed with that. It's my job. You're obsessed. I'm not obsessed. I'm just doing my job. You have OCD about flossing and brushing. Uh, not really. I uh, just have regular CD. <laughs> I have RCD. Uh, and I recommend that you brush twice a day and floss twice a day. That's okay, but it. Every time I floss, my mouth fills with blood. 
Well, that's because you don't floss. That's a catch 22. Mm. So you're saying every time I floss, my mouth fills with blood because I don't floss enough. But then if I floss more, I'll have more blood. And then eventually I won't have blood. Yes, but also, and I've told you this already, you have to stop vigorously flossing when you do you floss too hard but you, you said to, hard. you said to do it like dancing like just to go like really really fast okay uh maybe that was a mistake on my part think of it instead of the floss like the the, the dance that the gen zers are doing do it like the slowest part of the casper slide instead <laughs> Uh, the slowest part of the Casper slide, just, uh, you know, one step this time and each tooth and yeah. that's all, that's all you need. <sighs> I guess I'll try that next time. By the okay. way, um, my school. We'll try it tonight. All right, fine. But okay. next time wasn't going to be tonight. Just so you're aware. Okay. All right. I was going to not brush for the next six moons. <laughs> the next, the next six, the next six full moons. <laughs> I don't know, full, thin, whatever happens. I was just not going to do it till I saw six. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I don't recommend that. I don't recommend that. But, you know, listen, uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I care about your teeth. I care about your family's teeth. Thanks. But the more money you want to give me, the better. I, I didn't mean to cut you off. You were saying something about your school. Well, my school, so I'm on Zoom school right now. But even though mm. I'm doing summer school because, um, well, I failed literally three classes okay hug and i am on zoom school and we're doing a socially distanced dance school dance mm. and i'm allowed to ask anybody i want to go okay and i was wondering <laughs> if you would go um i'm flattered i'm very flattered uh, I, i'm unaware of the loss <laughs> uh because technically if it's a zoom dance <laughs> I don't think I could legally get in trouble, but morally, I'm going to have to say no. Morally? Uh, I, morally, I'm going to have to say no. I took a Hippocratic oath. Uh, I knew you were a hypocrite. Well, uh, as I've told you at least 50 times before, that's not what that means. Okay. Uh, the Hippocratic oath is my oath to do no harm as a medical professional. But what about what about dancing? That's not harm. Like you probably could like, you know, really get the party going and like give us some tooth dances and stuff like stuff that like would help teach kids about dental hygiene, but also have fun. OK. All right. Listen, if if you would like me to I, I'll talk to your Uncle Scott about this. If you would like me to come and be on the Zoom and just kind of uh, be an act, I have been thinking about you know, in quarantine, we've been thinking about other things that we can do. I have been thinking about expanding my repertoire and, you know, I'm a fan of magic and things like that. What? Yeah, but, but I will do that, but I will not go if you tell people that I'm your date. I cannot well, wait, do that. Hold on. That's like the whole freaking point, because if I go and I'm like, I'm not here with anyone, that's so embarrassing. It's like I'm showing up to the Zoom with no date. I literally look like a loser who couldn't get a date when actually I have like a really, really cool date who's an established dentist. Okay. Um, I'm very, I, remind me how old you are again. Middle school. Okay. Uh, I'm very flattered. I'm here to tell you 
that uh, no one's going to be thinking about that. Just just know that no one's going to think about that. I'm not going to go on a date with you. If you would like for me to come as your chaperone. I can think about okay. doing that. Well, that might work. I mean, the other option is that I ask this girl that was at my school to be mm-hmm. my date. But I don't know. I've I've tried to reach out to her a few times in quarantine and she always says her webcam doesn't work and her phone doesn't work. Do you think she's real? Well, um, (laughs) I think she's real. I think she just doesn't want to talk to you. Um, And how do you know you're married, right? I have a beautiful, beautiful partner. Uh, she's she's the love of my life, and uh, and uh, she's my moon and my stars. And wow, and 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 she's real, and she responds to my text messages and my calls whenever I call her. Really? Because she likes me. Um, so that's what has to happen. She has to like you. Yes, she I has to, to like literally you. somehow. Make my personality good so that somebody I like likes me back. This feels impossible. And also, I'm set up to fail. Uh, I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure about that. Let me let me tell you a story. Mm. There was a time before I was, you know, the handsome doctor that I am, the handsome dentist that I am, where, you know, I asked, uh, I asked a young lady out and she turned me down. And what? I took that as a sign that I just shouldn't ask her anymore. You have boundary issues. You have boundary issues. I think after the 50th time, because you've told me this story before. Okay. You've well, told me this story before. You should okay, stop asking. I don't have boundary issues. Okay. Can I you apologize. sleep over tonight? <laughs> I cannot uh, for multiple reasons. One, what if you do it in a tent outside? I'm sorry? What if you do it in a tent outside? Uh, no. Uh, I Are you trying to send me to jail is that your intention here no you're i just think i just love everything you've been doing for my mouth for all these years and the teeth stuff and like i feel like i've gotten so many cavities that you fix and you give really good advice and you're and like you're just so much a better parent than my uncle like you just give like really good advice like my uncle i literally asked him how to what i who i should invite to the dance and he was like don't ever talk to me again. Don't ever ask me a question. You mm. only speak when spoken to and come over here and make the bed. Okay. Now, we've we've had a very good relationship. And I've said this to you before and I'm going to say this to you again. If you are in trouble, please let me know and I will have child services at your house. No, no, no. It's not like that. It's not like that. Okay, well, it sounds like you aren't being neglected by your Uncle Scott. And I love Uncle Scott. Uncle Scott has the best teeth out of all of you. He has the best teeth. He he has some good chompers on him. He has great chompers. I love Uncle Scott. And he has a lot of money, too, because whenever you come, we have to do a lot of work on your teeth. And I pay in cash. And you pay in cash. You pay in cash in a briefcase. What does your uncle do again? Well, okay, he's a quote unquote podcaster, mm. but he also has other stuff going on on the side. And I don't know if I'm really supposed to talk about it, but it does involve our garage, and it does involve um, bootleg video games. Got it. Got it. 
Well, I'm going to have to politely decline to stay outside of your house then, uh, because it sounds like there's a lot of illegal activity happening at your house. Mm -hmm. And also, I am a full grown man who shouldn't be sleeping outside. I would actually probably get in more trouble sleeping outside your house than if I came inside the house to sleep. (laughs) All right. Good point. Good point. You don't have to come, but I will be sad about it. Uh, you know, we got to work on those boundaries. We got to work on those I know, boundaries. I know, I know, I, I know. I because I think I have good boundaries, but then I feel like you're always telling me I really don't, and I'm 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 misunderstanding what the word boundaries means. Mm. To me, boundaries means widening my circle to let everything in. Um, and well, uh, that's a great explanation of what you think boundaries is. And actually, we can. This is an easy thing. Um, what you think boundaries is. What it actually is, is just the complete opposite. So all you have to do is whatever just you think it is, just it, it is, reverse it. Yes, reverse it. Okay. So <laughs> I should stop letting people, I should stop begging people to, to yes, do everything to come into, for me and come over to my house and stuff. You should. That is, that is the best way I can explain this okay. to you. Well, I guess all that right. makes a lot of sense. Um, can I ask you a personal question? Oh, um, sure. Go ahead. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I have nothing to hide. Okay. Um, well, two things. One, how did you meet your wife? Oh, uh, well, I met my wife at church. Um, she nice. was, yes, uh, she caught the Holy Ghost. And I've never seen anybody <laughs> stomp as, as hard as she did with the Holy Ghost. And wow. uh, and it was love at first. It was love at first stomp. And I <laughs> went up and introduced myself to her, and and uh, we've been uh, dating in Christ ever since. Wow, that's really sweet. Yes. Um, and then the second question is, what's the worst thing you've ever done? Um. Well, <clears throat> the year is two thousand and one. And I, yeah, you know what? I'm not going to answer this. Not going to answer this. Uh, you almost got me. You're a very persuasive Dang. young man. You're a very persuasive young man. Uh, and honestly, you know, it's why I continue to serve your family. Because you guys, I should have dropped all of you a long time ago. But you guys just find ways to reel me back in. Well, you know what my favorite thing is at your office? Please tell me. Your toy drawer. I have been collecting those toys for very, uh, almost 20 years, and I'm so excited that you have recommended, who you have uh, delighted in my toy drawer. Thank I you so much. I love it. I have one, one suggestion about the toy drawer, is that I think you should let kids pick a toy instead of just showing us that you have a cool toy collection. Well, you know, listen, I, um, I don't like kids touching my things. And, uh, and, you know, I think things are better looked at than touched. Well, does that explain that one time when I guess that does explain, I should say that one time when I started um, putting on your lab jacket and walking around and saying I was you and then you screamed at me to stop touching your stuff and to hang that back up where I found it? Yes, but you are forgetting a very key element of that story. You also picked up one of my dental drills and uh, tried to insert it in one of my patients' mouth. Uh, now, well, they were on the on that they were on laughing gas. They didn't even realize that who was even coming in. Yes, yes. Um, 
By the way, your uncle still has not uh, paid me the amount of that I sued him for for that incident. Because, okay, how much was that again? Uh, Three million dollars. Yeah, I don't feel like you're going to get that. I probably won't. And you know what? I'm okay with it. It was more statement than anything else. <laughs> that feels like a lot of lawsuits. Like, it feels like people do it, but then they kind of know they're not really going to get it. But it's yeah. like kind of just scary for the person. Yes. Like when yes, my yes, uncle's yes. getting sued like all the time. And every mm. time he gets a letter in the mail, he he cries and screams because mm. he's like, oh, no, another one. I did something else. And it's always really bad. And so we have like we usually spend like a couple moons freaking out over that. And then I have to like always make all the dinner because he's really depressed and turns all the shades down and mm. stuff. And then the lawsuits go away because nothing really happens because no one really puts in the effort with it. They just want to scare him. Got it. Wow, that sounds very scary, actually. Uh, Is that common? It's not. It's not common. But if it's common for you, who am I? Who am I to tell you otherwise? Um, if I may ask you a question. Mm -hmm. uh, in the midst of this talk, I've noticed that your mouth has started to bleed. Oh, um, yeah. And I would be not a great dentist if I didn't let you know that the pain I'm sure you're feeling right now is only going to continue unless you start to take better dental care of your teeth. Well, okay. I hear you. I mm -hmm. respect that. But I call this um, the metal red because it tastes like metal and it's red. And I kind of liked it now, actually. The flavor's kind of good after you get a lot of it. Oh, that's, that's not good. It's not good. Tell you what. Tell you what. If I promise to come to your Zoom dance <gasps> and not you can, I will still be your chaperone, but we can have, and we have to be very clear about this, a dentist patient dance. <laughs> you know, like how you have a, a daddy daughter dance. We will have yeah. a dentist patient dance. If I promise to do that and if I promise to come over, and spend a night at your place of residence. Yeah. Will you start to take better care of your teeth? Is that what I have to do to bribe you? Because I care about your teeth. Um, okay. Here's the thing. I'm getting really, really excited because this is like everything I wanted. So mm. I feel like on one hand, yeah, I would do um, all the teeth stuff to like have better teeth so that you would do all this stuff. But on the other hand, I feel like I would just lie to you and say that I will. And then I'll just get all the stuff that you promised and I won't really have to do it. What are your thoughts well, on that? You just told me your plan, uh, which now negates everything. So oh. I guess the plan is off the table. Uh, it's what? okay. You'll learn. You'll learn. No, I if you would have kept that, if you would have kept that to yourself, you probably would have had, you know, a good chance that these things happening, but I'm so sorry. I should lie in my head. That's your <sighs> advice. Uh, you're good. I shouldn't be saying these things. Uh, I'm not saying that. No, you should tell the truth. You should always tell the truth. Oh, <sighs> fine. Well, you okay. Always tell the truth. I, I have a question because I'm um, supposed to be doing my uh, presentation soon on a career oh. in one of my classes. Oh. And I was going to do my Uncle Scott's career, but it kind of is hard to follow. So I was okay. thinking I would ask you a couple career questions and I would kind of say I did an interview with you. 
What do you think? <laughs> hey, let me tell you. The reason I got into dental school, one, to fix teeth, and two, to do career days. I am honored, and I will love. I would love to answer your questions. Okay, Go ahead. number one. How did you first know that you were obsessed with teeth? Uh, again, I'm not obsessed with teeth. Uh, okay. I, I am just passionate about dental care because I feel like it is important. Uh, but I first knew that I was uh, I cared about teeth um, when I was uh, four years old. <gasps> and uh, my t- tooth fell out <gasps> and I put it under a pillow. And I got $5 for that tooth. And I thought, if I can get $5 for a tooth, how much money could I get to care for millions of teeth? So wait, are you telling me that when you take a tooth out of somebody's head, you put it under your pillow and get $5? <laughs> uh, well, I've, I've, I've evolved how I get money for teeth. Uh, now when I take a tooth out of somebody's head, I give them a paper and they swipe a credit card and it oh. goes into my bank account. So and you're then, not- I put, then I put that under my pillow. The paper? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I put the paper under my pillow. So you wake up like you got money. Yes, yes. But so you're telling me you don't any longer deal with the tooth fairy? Uh, the tooth fairy is not real. I'm, I, I, I regret to tell you. Uh, it's a myth that our parents and our guardians tell us uh, to make it okay for our teeth to fall out. And I've told you this many times before. Uh, the tooth fairy is not real. Okay. Well, I just wanted to get you on record saying that so that when I prove that she is, you look like an ass. Okay. All right. Uh, please don't swear. Sorry. That's okay. You look like a butt. <laughs> That's rude, but at least it's not a swear. <laughs> okay. And then um, my next question is, how many sc- how many years of school did you have to do to, to be a dentist? Uh, uh, you know, I, I went to four years of college. Uh, okay. And then, and then dental school... Uh, was somewhere between three and ten. Wow. Uh, okay, so that's almost two hundred. What? Like you said, like when you add three and ten, and and four, like what? What isn't? Isn't that what you said when I was doing my tally marks? Nope, not at all. Uh, we really have to. I I know us. I know someone who was very good at math. Who I'm gonna hook you up with. Who uh, is it? Uh, Dr. Johansson. Uh, he's very good at math. He's very good at math. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to hook you up with him so you can talk to him. Th- those numbers are way off. No, uh, dental school Dental school lasts anywhere between three and 10 years, depending on which what type of dentistry you want to go into. Okay. Well, I guess if I were to do it, I would do whatever took the least. Okay. Uh, that's okay. That's okay. okay. I am just going to say this now. Unless you dramatically change who you are as a person, and you still have time, you're still a young person, uh, the thought of you becoming a medical professional scares the living heck out of me. All right. right. Yeah. I think your I think your talents will be much more suited as a lawyer. I think you should Hmm. become a lawyer. Hmm. All right. I'm actually interested in that. I could like you know lie, cheat, yell. Those those are the things you're good at. And your breath is so bad <laughs> that no judge is going to want to hear from you and will immediately just rule in your favor. I could just breathe on the jury and, and they'll all pass out. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> You'll have many cases of just hung juries <laughs> because they couldn't come to a verdict because they have passed out. So well, how uh, long does it take to be a lawyer? Uh, to be a lawyer actually takes uh, f- four years to pass the bar. Oh, God. All this Two to four take years. So Two long. to four years. Two to four. Okay. Well, yes. Mm, I got to think about this. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'll start early so that it won't feel so long. Well, let me ask you something. I say two to four years. Are you making those tally marks and counting those as 50 years apiece? I, I can't I can't lie to you because I told you I would always tell the truth. So, yes. yes. Okay. So, the reason they seem long to you is because in your mind, I, I just said 50 to 100 years. Yeah. And I'll but be like act- so old by that point. Yes. But in actuality, it's just two to four years. That's okay. it. Okay. Just two to four years. Eventually, I am going to figure out how long a year is. It is. Let me see. You said <laughs> you see the sun rise and set 50 times and that's a day. A year is four sunsets. Uh, six sunsets. Oh, that's not that bad. Mm-hmm. And to be a lawyer, you just have to go through 12 of those. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, I could do that. I think, I think I have to get, maybe I'll have to interview a lawyer and see if I can learn more about the job. Cause I don't know. Okay. I don't want to commit, but I will talk about you on career day and I'm going to use your recording about how the tooth fairy isn't real and tell everyone that. Is that okay? Yes. Yes, you can. Uh, please spread that information because, uh, no one at your age should still be believing in the tooth fairy. Uh, I just um, want, okay. That's as, your as a matter of fact, I would recommend you don't say that because uh, I care about you as a person. I've known your family for a long time and I do not want you to be made fun of or beat up. OK, I mean, I'll trust you on that, but there could be a lot of people who are still believing and they're just putting teeth into a pile. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If I notice a pile of teeth starting to form here in our town, uh, I will I will amend my request for you not to tell everyone and you will be able to release the files, release the tapes. <laughs> well, that's amazing. Well, Dr. Rick, we're getting to the end of our time together, but I just want to say I love you. Um, thank you so much. I value you as a customer and as a patient as well. <laughs> And and uh, you are about four months past due for your visit. Uh, so anytime you'd like to come in, we are still seeing people in quarantine. Um, and you should get more sun. You, you're looking a little pale. I don't feel good. I, I know it's because you're swallowing your metallic blood uh, and it's very dangerous. <laughs> well, I'll work on that. Um, I'll try to go outside soon and see if it feels better. Please do. Please All do. Right, well, I love you very much. And thank you so much, Dr. Rick. And everyone can follow Dr. Rick uh, around town. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Just come to my office. Uh, we we have fair prices and a beautiful office where we're socially distancing. Okay. Or that. Yeah. That's the other option. All right. Yes. Bye. Bye. Bye.